it is insane to me how the internet almost serendipitously brings people together. This episode with Dr. Tamu was ordained by some higher power. But for Instagram, I'm not sure how I would have met this amazing woman. I am so glad that she and her tribe found me. I cannot wait for you to meet her. She can take you from small business to bigger business with her no-nonsense, let's-get-down-to-business style. Truth be told, we all could use a bit of that. Listen as Dr. Tamu takes us on her journey to making her life's work the foundation of her business. Some of the gems that you'll hear are the role tech will play in the future of Caribbean business, how to approach your social media strategy before you hire somebody to do it. And where is Dr. Tamu from anyway? And of course, much, much more. To get daily tips on content creation and reminders that even though running a business is hard, you can totally make it all happen on social media. Join the Elite Alpreneur private email list by going to earnwiththeelite.com. Dot hellotobago.com. And now, Dr. Tamu. Hello, hello, it's your girl, Devona Dana, CEO of Hello Tobago. And I am here with an extremely special guest today. This is Miss Tamu Brown. Tamu, go ahead and say hello. Hello, everybody. You see how she makes you feel so special, special <laughs> guest. I'm special guest, Tamu yes. Brown. <laughs> you are. Any guest, every guest, not any, every guest is special. Yeah, that's right. right. I am Dr. Tamu Petra Brown of the Federation of St. Kitts and Nevis. And what I am is an entrepreneurship coach and educator. And so I use my entrepreneurship expertise and qualifications primarily to scale women's businesses. So although I do work with micro and smaller businesses, my real mission is to have women be millionaires through entrepreneurship and education. And I feel like what's missing, especially in the Caribbean space, is that there are so many, you know, there are programs, um, courses, you know, maybe your government is doing something for small business, but what doesn't exist that much is how you move from small to medium to large. And I, think, um, you know, so that is my passion, scaling female-led businesses with particular emphasis on Caribbean women and Black women in particular. Now tell me, how did you get into that? How, how did that become your mission? What, what series of events led you down that road? You know, that's an interesting question. I don't even think that I have pondered on that so much. But if I think about it, I was a senior lecturer for more than a decade at our college here and with the University of the West Indies um, Level 1 program. Right. And began, I, I was a business lecturer, and I began teaching um, the business module, that third module, because, you know, we're Caribbean people. So the third module in CXC, the Caribbean Examination Council's exams in business is small business management. And I thought, you know, I have a class of like 
90 people and they're all looking at me and you know the private sector cannot or the public sector cannot employ them all mm -hmm. and then doing a practical component and having them really create businesses wow. a way to teach that module fast forward we moved into entrepreneurship when um, the caribbean examination council introduced that mm -hmm. and I was like in heaven, right? <laughs> <laughs> and so I really began seeing that there was so much potential among our people for entrepreneurship, but what was missing was not so much the skill or talent, but the entrepreneurial mindset. Mm -hmm. Now, while I was an educator, I was also an entrepreneur. I was writing study guides, I was teaching classes, and then I began embarking on my doctorate and began just becoming really, really interested in entrepreneurship. Why? Because my doctoral chair said to me that, you know, a doctorate is a huge investment of time and money. And trust me, it is. What you should do should be a foundation for your life's work. Mm. Me, I had been pursuing a proposal and doing research on disruptive innovation in the tourism sector. Wow. She said that to me. She said to me, your work is very technically tight. It's really good. You write well. But I don't feel the passion. Ooh. Stepped back. I actually took like a month off of my program. And I sat with myself and I said, huh, my life's work. So that's something huge. And I said, what is it that I'm really passionate about? As a single mother, a divorced mother of two, I see that entrepreneurship has changed my life in that it always afforded me more money than I would have had in my job. Right. So it afforded me more flexibility while I was raising my children. Okay. Mm -hmm. And I thought if it was a constituent that I wanted to help, it was a black woman, yeah. it was a black mommy, yes. or otherwise, to help raise her children in this world and to make money. Exactly. So I switched entirely and basically started um, the research all over again and began looking at how black women in particular can raise money to finance their ventures, tech ventures in this case but ventures in general, because I really wanted to get strategies from women who had done it big. Right. right. And because I want to be able to teach others how to do it big, including myself. Right. And so that really was my journey there. So, okay. So you, so you're changing, you change gears a little bit, not a little bit, a lot of bits. A lot. <laughs> And so you come out at the end with the doctorate, um, your, your doctorate. Tell me what were your first steps? Because now you have the doctorate, but now you have to actually maybe execute on your life's work. So what was your first step? Like, what? Mm -hmm. Interestingly enough, my first step was confusion, girl. I was confused. <laughs> I, <laughs> I did not know what to do. I said, maybe I should tried to be a professor somewhere in entrepreneurship. Mm -hmm. I, I, was I really didn't know what to do. And, but people were reaching out to me 
um, regionally and locally to do workshops for entrepreneurship, to do training, to do entrepreneurship curricula. People were calling me while I was home trying to figure out if they should get a, a job because I, I, I quit my job. I quit my job as a lecturer okay. September of 2018 because I wanted to finish that doctorate by December of 2018. Right. And I knew I could not if I kept my full-time job. And so yeah. I, quit. I, I quit. Okay. Now, um, tra transparency, I did have a venture that I had started, Innovative Education, that did online um, tutoring and online courses for Caribbean Examination Council content. So I did have that. And I had been having little mini workshops all along with women. Right, right. Because when I would meet, like I met a lady from Silicon Valley and she introduced me to something called the Life Model Canvas. Her name is Ayori Silassi and she had come to St. Kitts. I had gone to her workshop and that canvas melds your life, your strategic intentions for your life and how you intertwine that with your business intentions. Oh, I love that. Really important for women because we struggle a lot there with that kind of balance mm -hmm. between family and business and so on. And so after I was exposed to that, I had always been working, you know, but girl, I was like trying to um, get job and have to ask people for reference and Dean, I was like, man, ever with this here. People don't understand that, you know, working a job, getting a job is just as hard to me in my mind as operating a business. So why not just operate the business? Exactly. That. Like, I, that's what that's what I did. I was like, this is wasting my time. In the time I have children I have to feed. Um I have to service student loans I have to service and people are calling me so it means that they want what I have and so I said you know what I stopped looking work I stopped I, I done I'm at a point where I feel that whatever platform I create then somebody should headhunt me that's where I'm trying to go I am all about letting the opportunity come to me I am meaning doing my life's work, just like you, doing your life's work and going about your business. Uh -huh. And you say, hey, hey, you over there doing your life's work. Let me come and tell you about this opportunity that I have. That is right. exactly my, I am always about, I'm like, stop running down these opportunities. Get in deep into your life's work. Do, this, do the work of understanding your journey. Mm -hmm. understand by you know doing some work in self-awareness and knowing who yes. you and then just building your platform and your pedestal for doing your life's work and you will be surprised i tell people this all the time you know you'll be surprised how the opportunity will be running your dog before sometimes before you are not going even say do i really want to do that i it, know it's watching you in the face so i kudos to you i love that that is your modus operandi i love it i love it so now, you know, social media is my baby. I just love it, right? So, hello, Alpreneur on Instagram. That is what we're all about. And that is how Tamu and I actually met, right? I used to do my lives. I don't know how she ended up on my lives, but she ended up on one of my lives during um, an Insta day where we went live every day in November. And, you know, this is how all of this kind of burst. But... So social media is my baby. And I want to ask you, tell me how you use social media 
to kind of advance your life's mission? Mm-hmm. Well, I use, I'm going to tell you, I was a Facebook bully. All the <laughs> Facebook, 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 down to the ground. Okay. Mm-hmm. But what I realized is that I wasn't converting. Mm-hmm. I wasn't converting on Facebook. I don't know what it was. Like everybody was lurking, but no one was sealing the deal. Okay. I flirted with Instagram um, briefly, but I must say, I think it's because I was busy doing academics and whatever. I didn't really put that much effort. Right. So, you know, Facebook is a little easier. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Instagram requires a lot more strategy, though it looks pretty simple. Like it's just pictures. It's right. Not- Right. Yes. Yes. So I didn't have the energy or the time for it. And Mm so I began, I think more like February, I would say of 2019 to say, listen, I'm not going to be looking any more jobs. I'm going to be moving into this coaching by Tamil thing. I am paying a lot more attention to Instagram. And so I was using it to, as a marketing tool. Right. Yeah. As a marketing tool for myself. So my first objectives were not even so much conversion initially, but I realized that at least in our space in St. Kitts and Nevis, and to me in the Caribbean, the people that were, the people I was trying to reach, they were on the ground. Yes. Mm -hmm. So everybody that I would meet would tell me like, what's your Instagram handle? What's your, I wouldn't tell them because nothing was on the again. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Because first impressions are important. That is true. That is true. That is true. <laughs> and so I said, ha, huh, I have to start getting with this Instagram business. Yeah. So I to get my name out there as the coach, because the women I want to coach, that's where they are. Right. So I love that. And, and you are correct. All of your assessment is correct, because I have also been through that. I was a lover of Facebook. Like, that is where I started. You couldn't tell me nothing. I was like, Instagram? Ew. I used to rail. I mean, oh my goodness, it's so bad. I'm revealing the truth here, people. The truth is, I completely hated it. And for today, oh my gosh, you can't tell me nothing about my baby Instagram. It is, I just love it, right? And same way, I was like, oh, I'm not in there. Don't, don't go there. You know, the, the, you, want, you say you want the Instagram? No, let me get the Facebook, you know? Mm-hmm. And same thing. Um, but for me, when I started using Facebook, it really, it, it really worked for me because I guess, you know, for me, I like to build brands and make them exciting. And you know, that's my thing. So it was, I, at the time I was selling sunglasses. That was, mm. that was my niche. I know, right? So sunglasses was my thing. Like I, I was obsessed with sunglasses and I used to sell them and the company was called Silly Shades, right? Mm. So we had Silly Shades and so we do that. And so I use Facebook, you know, early on Facebook pages, which is I think in 2011, they're about, so it real and we were really converted. But when you have something like sunglasses you know it's exciting so people Mm -hmm. know all about that right but i totally get you and when people are like oh guys you guys need to be on on instagram i was like oh no that's okay thanks we're gonna stick this uh, facebook yeah but you are right and and the truth is that everybody is now everywhere it's just that instagram is well it's newer than facebook was and so that's why everybody was excited about it and they're like what's the instagram hands what's the instagram you know so it's very easy in the early days of a platform 
platform for a business to kind of get that attention because and that's what we took advantage of too silly shades it was early um facebook um facebook pages weren't very old it was still a new mm -hmm. so people were following pages and like mm -hmm. pages whereas i think now not so much it's much harder to convert people on um pages and i also see that you've been flirting with instagram ads and facebook ads how mm -hmm. has that been working for you do you feel like it helps convert or you know tell me well to be honest um my instagram ads they do convert my ads convert for my um education enterprise okay. has been working in the past like last month yes in december i began doing retargeting ads mm. yeah i spent like hours on a youtube channel trying out and that has been working really? all my pixel and yeah and so i really like it but i know i know it works i know it works i know it works. yeah so that has been working so i am kind of addicted to that now because the insights are also much richer and because i can because you know with the social media you generally are sending people from your social media to your web presence or somewhere else but with retargeting you know and you don't even know who's been on your website or whatever exactly. but retargeting the people who you don't know who've been out there looking at your website you can now follow them through social media with the, the retargeting yeah. so i that so now I know, okay, once you've, you know, maybe you saw an ad that I did on Instagram and you went to tamilcoaching.com, I wouldn't know that you were on there. But once you've been on there, because I'm doing the retargeting, now you're going to see me everywhere you go. Like them shoes where you was looking at. stuff. <laughs> yes, I love yes. it. So I was like, you know, this is, this is a good way instead of you always having to do the grunt work of moving the people from the social media to your website where you lose track of them. Right. So you're moving them there. You've lost track. You don't know what's happening. Okay. Maybe one or two persons buy, but some people are just not ready to buy. Maybe their money isn't right at the time. And, you know, after they've gone to the site, they're like, ah, I can't afford none of these things here. It's out of mind. But with the retargeting, everywhere you go, you see me now. Yeah. So you're like, you know, oh, I ain't no time who had this cheaper program. Or I ain't no, you know what, well, let me save up. You know, right. just before. So that, I'm loving that. And that has been working for me. But if I do Facebook versus Instagram, Instagram people buy. It converts. Mm-hmm. I know them don't, they don't, I don't know. <laughs> they don't, they don't, I don't know. I don't know. I, love it. I love it. I love it. Okay. So, so for me, I am not yet an ads person. What I am is how do you, how do you make people excited when they get to the page? So mm -hmm. content creation, like the actual content that's happening on the page. So tell me a little bit about your content strategy. If you have one. You know what? I don't know. You're like, why are you asking me this? <laughs> but yeah, so now I, I do try to have a content strategy, and I would teach my participants about their social media calendar and so on. Right. I 
haven't to me i i find like i don't know i think i need like i need someone on my team to do that whole excitement thing <laughs> no i <laughs> i'm more like hey see me here sister this is what is do these are the benefits you try congo go sign up i love you mwah, mwah, mwah. So many St. Kitts Nevis sayings and, 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 and local vernacular in that sense. That one sentence. Loving it. I love it. I love it. Yes. We but, are entrepreneurs. But um, I do have general content strategy. So for instance, when I was beginning, my strategy was about getting attention right. on what I offered. Okay. Our space, entrepreneurship coaching, is not an everyday word. Right. You tell people your entrepreneurship, they don't know what that is. That is, exactly. Mm -hmm. And so I was using it a lot to introduce the idea of coaching and training and really leveling up your knowledge on how to run a business using Instagram. So that was the strategy for that. Okay. And really, I use Instagram for marketing. Mm -hmm. And I use Instagram for building networks. It's the yeah. best way to build networks that are outside of your locale that you can then leverage to scale your business. Okay, okay. Well, tell me a little bit about our networking. What is that process like? Mm -hmm. um, without giving away, obviously, your education piece, but what, mm -hmm. you know, I guess, what would, be, what in your mind? in terms of using the social media for networking? What's the starting point? And then how do you launch off from there? Well, in networks, let me just say, um, you have two types of networks in general. You have what you call strong networks and you have what you call weak networks or ties. A strong network or strong ties are people that you have always engaged with. They are similar to you. So those are the, your friends who follow you and so on. These networks are generally not good for growth of career or for business. Right. You need to cultivate weak networks or weak ties. These are people who you meet at events, so on. They don't know your business. They don't know that your boyfriend cheat on you, that kind of thing, right? So <laughs> meet them, y'all have a vibe. There's, you like their content, you like their work that sort of thing. Right. Those are the ties that grow your business or grow your career. Why? Because they move in different circles and they bring resources, including information that you would never have had access to. Okay, okay. Because your, your people in your strong ties, they know what you know. Yep, yep. Unless they are super connected. If they themselves are super connected, then you're good to go. But if not, you're just, you know, like when you're on Facebook and everybody got the same meme, everybody, it's, that's like a strong time network. Nothing sweet in the feed, right? Mm -hmm. And what I do is I, I always have an eye out. I'm always looking. I'm looking at stories a lot. Mm -hmm. yes. Even though I'm not superb at posting stories. Ah. Looking at stories. Why? Because I'm pretty busy and stories... They give me, you know, bite-sized information and they, they help you feel more the entrepreneur, mm. you know, help you feel their, their ethos, their spirit in those stories, right. which 
the feed is a little more static and can be contrived, right? Right, yeah. yep. Contrived. So, but the stories, you know, then I begin following. And so once you've captured me through those stories, I begin following. Then I do the lives. Okay, great. It's the live that will let me know if we can collaborate. Mm -hmm. Through programs, through lives, people's energy comes out. Yeah. What their true values are and maybe how they teach, how they put across their information, that is what you're going to see in the live. And so you know if it is a suitable fit for your brand. Right. So you do that assessment first. So sometimes I've been on a lot of lives and I'm like, okay, yeah, this is not going to work. Maybe this is going to work for me to learn from this person, right. but it's a collaborative effort, right? So then I then begin to engage. Now, in building networks too, you have to give before you get. Oh, thank you. I love it. You have to give before you get, especially when you don't know the people. Exactly. You can't just be like, yeah, I'd like you to do this thing here for me. And you never engage with the person. You never invest in the person. That's right. So on there. So yeah. I was, hello, Tobago, like, hello, <laughs> entrepreneurs, like, all my tribe, come over here. So yeah, boy. Yeah, sharing that. We talked about you yesterday. Yeah. On level up pro ladies program and they were like you know we just love her <laughs> i knew that you would resonate with my people right because yeah. if me so you have to engage you engage on the lives and then you take it offline right right you take it offline or in the dms you know like hey i've been watching or you you purchase something and you say hey i bought this thing right. this are my thought like you gotta invest in people you have to you have to cultivate you can't just be showing up asking for like snack like children oh my god did you just say asking for snack like that's how it is you know like when children come by your house they're like <laughs> you know when your, your your child brings people over they always want to know how much snack you have you don't know the children but they they ask you for snacks. Yes. Similarly, you can't just be showing up to somebody who doesn't even know you really exist and then put forth some kind of proposal to them. It comes off as very predatory. Mm, yes, yes, yes. Absolutely. And it rubs people the wrong way. So that would be the series of events. And what's important too is that the, 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 leverage and the nurturing it might not bear fruit as quickly like as ours bore fruit okay. maybe the opportunity isn't right for right. yet yes exactly. exactly or maybe it's in your plan for next year and not this year but the thing is that you have to keep you have to let them know that hey i see you i appreciate what you do i'll invest in what you do and this is how that works. I love that. I mean, I feel like you're just, I mean, I, I feel like that's why I think you and I resonated so well, because that's exactly how I, you know, operate with my elite entrepreneurs. Those are the people who are on my email list. And it's very important to me to invest in them, to touch in with them. Like, definitely, as soon as I get to Tobago, I'm like, touching in with this one, touching in with that one, just to make sure that they are all 
well and that they, you know, they feel like they're going down a particular road of growth in their mm-hmm. business and, you know, what they're doing. And well, of course, my angle is the social media angle and how, you know, to kind of get their social, grow their social media presence up. But that is exactly what I tell them. You know, you have to give a gift. You have to give, you know, give something that, you know, shows the olive branch of, hey, you know, I like what you're doing over there. I'm interested in you. You know, it's the same thing. It's just like if, you know, a guy was courting you, same thing. You know, I always, that's always my arm. You know, he, he's not going to, he's going to come, he go, you know, he's going to take you out on a little date and, you know, that kind of stuff. You have to do things that lets the person know that, you know, we in, I'm interested in you. I'm interested in us getting into something a little bit more exclusive. Yeah. I, you know, so I'm doing the work that, uh, that helps facilitate that. I love that. So, okay. So I know you're like, oh, I need somebody else to, to build that excitement for me. But in, in a perfect world, how would how do you think, how would you like your social media to work and operate? You know? I would like it to be so much more engaging. Mm. I like to um, talk to my audience more, if not physically through lives, but through those kind of curated posts and that sort of thing. Right. I would like them to come to my page, not for knowledge, yes, but to be able to see themselves as moguls. Because so I'm trying to cultivate a content strategy that when you come as a female entrepreneur doing a side hustle or whatever you're doing, because we all start small, I want you to understand that when you come here, we welcome you as if you're driven and it's a space for growth, but to grow, your mind has to shift. Yes. And I think um, as an educator, I know that that is not easy work. And so it, it's not easy work. Not and so you need a strategy that has more engagement and so on. I need to hire somebody because, you know, I have a saying, girl, I just being honest, no? I have a saying that you should swim in your lake of genius. I'm going to be making some t-shirts with that. Yes, please, please. Yeah, you have to swim in your lake of genius. And I know for me, social media and branding, they are not in my, they're not in my lakes. They're not in my genius pool. And you, you lose a lot of time when you're trying, yeah. Swim in other person's lake. You know what you doing? Oh. So right. I, I, I don't know. I, I, but I think, I don't know. This might be a bit controversial what I'm about to say, but I think it stems from kind of school because think mm-hmm. about it. When you go to school, you have, let's say your 10 subjects or however many subjects you do, eight, five, whatever. Mm-hmm. I may be good in math, mm-hmm. but in essence, school is telling me and the exam is telling me you better be good in English too, because yeah. you have to pass yeah. in order to whatever, whatever, right? So now, as a student, my natural tendency is towards math. No, it, it doesn't mean that I'll never be good at English or none. It, it just means it now requires more of my time to go that route and swim in somebody else's lake of genius, right? But when I come out of school, nobody says, well, you might want to stop that now. Now you want mm-hmm. to really lean into your strength. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know. But now I'm, I'm so caught up in that idea of well if i'm not good in this i need to go to a class and i think to get yeah. and all of this craziness right 
Yeah, you know, so we keep going down, we, we keep kind of pushing ourselves down the road. And what it means is I get a customer service job in a place that I have no business being a customer doing that because it's not even close to my zone of genius. And I'm now swimming in somebody else's like being told you're horrible at this job, you're bad at this job, and you know, you you and you in essence are because you've decided you're gonna swim in this next yes. one. and you're not yeah. taking time to find your zone of wow, you know, of people saying, Oh my goodness, you're so amazing at this. I would love to you understand what I mean? And girl, I, I totally agree with you on that. And I'm the same way. That's probably why I'm not an ads person. And and mm -hmm. and, and, and it may be that you're not that person yet, but you're right. Yes. I'm going to be investing time into becoming mm -hmm. that person when I don't already know what mm -hmm. is for me. And mm -hmm. so I totally, I totally understand your idea behind just saying there's somebody else who knows this and who's good at this and just kind of putting it in their garden. But what I would say is I think that at least having the overall understanding, and I think you're really good at that. Like, I think you, you are very clear on how powerful social media is and what it could really do for your business. Yep. You've already proven that, right? You've already proven that, like, you have that knowledge about, you know, the ads and stuff. And it's because of your knowledge of that, you're saying to yourself, you know, if I invested even more, and it, meaning, meaning if invested, whether it be somebody else's time or however you do it, I know that this could become a powerful component of my business to even explode it even more. And I, and I think that that's true. I think you have the personality for it, the intelligence, the, you know, the strategy. I think you have it. I think you, I, I, well, I think the strategy piece is just what is challenging for you because you're just like, oh, it's not really, there's not really me. Right. Uh -huh. No, well, can I offer you some advice then? You know, can I, offer sure. You? Especially now, cause it's free. Go ahead. <laughs> Here's what I suggest, right? I suggest you sit down with pen and paper and identify nine to 12 things that are your thing, right? When I say your thing, meaning your beliefs or your mantras around what you teach or, you know, if let's say, even if you're saying, you know what, I'm really into cats, right? I don't know if you're into cats. I'm just saying that. I'm really into cats. You can even use the cats as a kind of category or bucket that still attaches itself to your business. And what I mean by oh. this is like, it's easy to have the mantra, like some things you might say is like, you know, all black women should have two side hustles. I don't know if that's something uh -huh. you say, if that was, uh -huh. that is directly related. It's like, it's like the strong tie versus the weak tie. Right, it's right. related to your business. But there are other things outside a weaker tie that, yeah. so because let's say you say, I love cats. And one of the reasons I love cats is because just mm -hmm. like in business, da, 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 yeah. right? Yeah. So, and so it gives it gives us a kind of taste into your personality, which mm -hmm. truthful is the thing that kind of attracts the tribe, right? Yeah. The reason why we're here is because I'm so willing to be like, oh, I crazy, you know, this is my thing. This I love yes. I would da 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 and all of that. Because I'm willing to show my personality. And so unlike maybe another person who does social media, who's like, well, let me tell you about how you need to do social media. Right. You're like, eh, they know that they know that stuff, but they're not yeah. Me, right. Yeah. The, so, uh -huh. Same thing goes to you. I love pen and paper. That's where I just start everything. Yeah. So put your pen on your paper and, and, and sit down with nine to 12. And the only reason I say nine to 12 and not necessarily eight or 10 or whatever is because, as you know, the Instagram feed is three, 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 and three. Mm -hmm. so, I learned that from you. 
Right, right. So you're, you're, they're always thinking every nine posts, every 12 posts, oh. I want to, you know. So it, they'll be, you know, they'll always, you know, I'm always about introducing myself to one of them will always be a face. So they, as soon as mm. they're on, they will always get something with their face in it. They, they don't have to scroll long to be like, who is the person who owned this mm-hmm. page? Especially business pages. I think it is important to have some mm. face there. Mm-hmm. Okay? Now you do a lot of teaching, so that's relatively easy for you. You don't have to, mm-hmm. you know, be like, because a lot of business owners tend to be, oh, I don't want to show my face. Yeah. 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 And I have no idea why. Because I'm telling you right here, this is talking about zona geniuses. This is like uh-huh. I call this, you know, your, your sales domination. They right here. Uh-huh. <laughs> you alone have it. You alone are yeah. win, but you alone have that face, right? And you alone have this voice, and you alone have that personality. So those three things, I am like that is just sales domination right there. So every nine posts, you want to have that face somewhere about in there. Now let's talk about larger strategy. Last yeah. is if you could wake up every morning, ideally, or whenever you wake up, and do maybe a thousand words about the nine, well, one of the nine to twelve. So let's say you know it was you know I believe every black woman should have two side hustles. Let's say if it was yeah, you're gonna write a thousand words about why you think every black woman should have two side hustles, mm-hmm. right? And that thousand words now, you're going to chop that up all day long to create your strategy. So, oh. you know, so you could put that post on your blog, on your website. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You record yourself saying the same yeah. thing. You put it on your yeah. podcast. Yeah. You could do a video and you could do the video and the recording at the same time yeah. on Zoom because Zoom does that for you right there. So yeah. you put it on, as a video and you record it as a voice. You put that on your YouTube, you put that on your thing, you're done with that for the day. You take mm. the words out of there, take about three tweets out of there, one-liners that you've put in this thing. That's one tweet in the morning, one tweet at midday, one tweet at afternoon, right? So you, and, and one of them could become an Instagram post. You just pull out a piece and say, if you want to read the rest of this article, head to my page, link in the bio, however you want to do it. So you see, you're taking that one thing, distributing it all over yeah. the place, LinkedIn, LinkedIn yeah. article, Facebook notes article, and it forms a series of posts throughout the day. So, you know, because what's the part that is happening is that when we don't have a plan, we just kind of yeah. be like, what's a post? I don't know. Yeah. You know, yeah. and it's kind of crazy. So, mm-hmm. if that way, so every morning I just say, okay, bang out a thousand words. You bang out your mm-hmm. thousand words on the topic and you post it all over the place. You think, and of course, everything drives it back. To your email list, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Email. I'm, I'm a, I, I teach my um, participants about that email list mm-hmm. and make sure they're collecting that data wherever. So if you sell candles at the craft market, you need a, a list, sign up list. Yes. Everywhere you are, in every room, in every space, you need that. Otherwise, these people have left you and now you have to figure out how to re engage them again. Exactly. So, Exactly. And then especially if you're not being consistent on social, you got, you know, I mean, it's, a, it's always an uphill battle. You are correct 1000%. So, you know, mm-hmm. so I tell people that this is it. And, and the thing with the podcast too, I would do things like this, interview people, post a party with the people you want to um, purchase from you. Mm-hmm. So 
if it is that you're, you know, it's, it's women, it's, you're basically taking the mastermind element and hosting a mini party with it. So you're saying, hey, come to some of my podcasts, talk about your business, tell, you know, da 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 da. And it, it gets into the conversation of, well, what do you do? You, you know, meaning you, the host of the party. When you're hosting, mm-hmm. what do you do? And then you talk about, well, well, I educate women and da da da, and I like to give them the platform. To mm-hmm. you know, do exactly what it is that you do, what it, what it is that they do, meaning giving them a chance to talk about their business. Where else do we, as business owners, get an opportunity to talk about our business at nauseam and just you know, yeah. talk about what we do? Very few places because people always yeah. business owners, them always want to um free advertising, but you know, so give them the space to do that and you know, create it that way. So that is what I would say. And if you are, so the reason why I'm saying it starts with you is because if you're hiring that part out, yeah, person has to know your ethos, know, yes. you be really clear on you and what you're trying to push because it's possible, but the person has to be clear on who you are in order to bring that out into yeah. the social media pages and onto the end thing. The second thing I would say is as much as you can, and this sounds crazy, but I think it is the way. As much as you start videotape yourself, every time you have a brain fart about anything, videotape it and, and capture it somewhere. The reason is because tomorrow you might be writing a thousand words and you're like, I had an idea about that thing, but I don't even remember what it was. And no, it, but then if you could go back in your phone and say, oh yeah, I remember I made that. Okay, good, right. So, you know, so that the mm-hmm. thing you do with the content creation. Ideally, if I had my way, I would have a videographer a writer slash editor and a, and a person who posts, they, they don't necessarily have to create the post, but they just have to put the post on social media all day long. Those are the three key hires that I think. Like, we have to see uh-huh. ourselves as media houses now, literally. And we're just chilling out the content. Because well, on the let me tell you, I have told a lot of my coaches this, and I say it all the time, especially in my more intensive programs that you have to create your own platform. Yes. Yes. And even when you are on others' platforms, you are coming as equals, right? Otherwise, you become a slave to the other person's goals. Yes. And there is no synergy. And so you've been used, really. (laughs) Yes. You've been used. And you cannot dictate or have a strong enough voice when you don't have your own platform. Exactly. All of that time that you invested in creating somebody else's platform or being on somebody else's, you know, somebody wants to do a show, but they want you to create the show for them and direct. But why you don't direct your own show Right. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) So I'm like, you know, if you're going to scale, it's going to be about your platform and leveraging your platform with others' platforms to create strategic alliances. Yes. And I believe that this, the media house, it, like you have to be a media house. I, I'm, I'm on that. What I'm doing now, I do have a videographer now on my team right. and a photographer just got them um, this week. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to be, they're going to be following me everywhere that I go in terms of engagements, training, all of these things. And we'll use it to create content. I'm going to use it to create a speaking deck that I can use internationally to get engagements and things like this. And I 
that you have to and you just have to invest um, in yourself if you're going to scale and an easy way to scale with an easier way than before is through social media because now you can reach everyone exactly and you know and and i love that you said that because you know uh, yesterday somebody was like you know you really need to help this subset this subset of group in tobago and i was like yeah but that subset doesn't know that they even need the help like you know what i mean <laughs> and i was like how am i gonna help these, how am i gonna help this these people yeah are refusing to even understand that everybody is literally on social media. Like, yeah, what you need to do is start creating something for them to watch, mm -hmm. right? um, you know, or or, or consume, and it mm -hmm. the gateway into you, into your product or whatever. Like, they might watch one little video that you put up about thing, but then they find themselves on your page, what reading every post and just kind of going down the rabbit hole. But you have to create a rabbit hole for them to go down. Right. Very good. Yes. I love, I love that, that, okay. Wow. It's so eye to eye. I feel, I feel like I'm talking to myself here. <laughs> I love that. So, okay. Tell me, okay. So I know that you're like, social media is not necessarily your zone of genius, but I think you do do it. The, the, the amount that you do, the effort that you have put out, I think it is a strong effort. Do you have any question, like burning question about social media that you just like, I yeah. don't get this part. I do have a question about the role of social media in general. Okay. Because based on the nature of your business, it is difficult. Like social media, though it is important, it might not be your primary marketing um, activity, right? right? Mm -hmm. So for instance, with myself, I am delving more into research, um, in female entrepreneurship and in emerging tech on my education end right. and moving, I'm writing, I'm writing a book and I'm moving towards more international engagement. Right. And so those pieces require a different type of public relations campaign. However, I am aware that you can't just go dead on social media. Right. So the question is, how does one balance space, the time, the effort, because for me, I'm always about focus. And I believe wherever you put your focus, I mean, the data is clear on that. That's where you get the result. Yeah. And so I can't be focused that much on social media when I know these other channels are more likely to grow my money. Because I talk about people like money is a bad word. I don't know. I money i want you to make money I I make money I'm, I'm your friend all right yeah <laughs> and so you know so my question is do you think that in a case like that then it's really important to outsource that or have someone on your team that handles your social media so that you can keep your focus on the building of or leveraging of those networks that are going to get you the pr to promote the book, sell the book, do the speaking engagements elsewhere because you can't do everything. You are totally correct that you can't do everything. Your assessment is on point as usual. But here's what I would say. I, probably because I am so, I love social media so much, I am very hesitant about giving up my social media reins to somebody else because 
I see social media as such an extension of us. And it's actually not until this past Christmas that I realized that, like I was talking to my brother and I realized where I had to go. Because what I kept doing was creating segments for each one of the things I was involved in, right? So it's kind of like, well, I have the local segment. So similar to what you're saying, I have the local segment, I have the international segment and I'll do this part and I'll do this part. And then he was like, why don't you just have one thing and then kind of create a series that offshoots from it, right? So the root is this one thing and then everything else kind of is a series. And let me tell you one, what, what, how that is manifesting. I am now going to channel everything through the brand Devonadan, right? Uh-huh. Everything is Devonadan. What happens uh-huh. is you get the Devonadana audio experience, which happens through the podcast. You get the Devonadana video experience, which happens through YouTube and you know things like that. And then you'll get you know the Devonadana written experience, which is my writing and my blogs and so forth, right? So on the Dev- so on the Devonadana experience, that is the podcast, you'll get Dear Alpreneur, you'll get Hello Tobago Bucket List, you'll get 365 questions with Devonadana, right? Mm-hmm. But it all comes back to me, right? Mm-hmm. Devonadana as the person, or Hello Tobago as the seat where the power is, and then mm-hmm. you go shoot. And the reason I say that is because to me, even though you're segmenting the audience where you have maybe St. Kitts Nevis as, as the woman you work with there, and then you're going to start moving on to bigger things. Because the truth is, when you live on an island, there are different considerations than if you're living in North America and trying to operate, right? But you create, and, and here's my thing, you create it in this way, and then when somebody says, I wish we had our own segment on our day, then I'll say, oh, okay, well, I'll create a whole podcast and then I need people to manage it, da-da-da-da. But the masses have to call for it. I'm not going yeah. to start creating it before the masses have said, well, well we want this, oh gosh, we want the own thing. We want So as I start to create, because I've had a couple of entrepreneurs say, we want we own podcasts, we're not on that. And then I'll say, okay, that's fine. We could take their entrepreneur out and say their entrepreneur as created by Devonadana, but it's still or hosted by Devonadana. So it's uh-huh. back to me. Yeah. I think that that because the truth is people love people. We buy from people. We like people. When we create all these other entities, for me, it is it is easy to breathe life into an entity and make it exciting. So that's why everybody's so excited about Hello to Baby. But then I realized that I am the person behind Hello to Baby. You know, so I need them to be just as excited about me because today it may be that I'm doing it, but a t-shirt company or a shoe company might reach out to me and say, hey, we'd love for you to do, 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 do. Hello to Baby, can wear the shoe and go somewhere? It's right, right. The more that I have you locked into me as a person, then, you know, so I am always about having everything kind of be like, it's like I'm the sun and all the planets circle around. Like that is, you know, I, I like that way. I'm not just segmenting without having it back to a root or a connection. Uh-huh. Because that's one of the things sometimes I'm looking at your, I'm seeing coaching by Tamu, I'm seeing innovative education. So I'm like, okay, tell me where it all comes together and you know even though it obviously comes together in you but you know uh-huh. you want the direct line into you and that's what yeah. you know well for me coaching 
by Tamu and any training is me. I am my brand. So Tamu, you know, I am my brand. When I go downtown, people are like, are you Dr. Tamu? Yeah. So that's a clear brand. I'm actually going to be, well, I'm not to be, I am inventing a virtual reality application. Okay. So I'm in, I'm tech founder. Mm-hmm. And in order to tech founder, it's not about you because right. nobody's funding you. So you see, Edu Innovative has to be less me and more business mm-hmm. because of where I'm going in terms of the founding of the tech, the funding of the tech. And in, in America and with VC, because that's my area of expertise, right. nobody funds you. You need to be very clear and you'll see that transitioning into molding mogul minds because that's the initiative. And so you will begin to see more of me um, on on the space and eventually, but I want people to understand that what you're getting from tech is not coaching by Tamu. Right. Okay. Okay. Well, then you have to breathe life into tech. You have to, meaning the same blueprint I just gave you, you have to do that for tech. Meaning nine to 12 things that tech is all about and write a thousand words every day. Right. Tech is all about respecting tech as its own person. Correct. As hosted or facilitated by. By me. So I'm just the, the mind, the inventor, but it's all about the emerging tech, bringing emerging tech to the Caribbean, inventing emerging tech. Mm-hmm. And so this is why, well, I have, I'm, I'm building a team and this is why, because I'm doing very big things mm-hmm. and I require a, a, set, a team in order to have all of these things um, move on out. And so at this point with the tech, I am less on social media because I need my prototype done. Right, right. And so I'm in the process of gathering the data for the prototype, mm-hmm. hearing that, um, you know, coaches, accelerator people, venture capitalists are saying that they want in this type of tech application. And so my emphasis now is on the invention, the prototyping, the testing, and so that is why I'm saying it's very difficult for me. Yeah. I can't do all of it. It's not possible. Well, so somebody got to do the, the social media. Done, you, well, then you've done a really good thing in getting the videographer and the photographer. Get yourself a person who writes. Because here's what I think you should do. I think you should document this entire process. When That's I- what I'm doing. I actually, on moldingmogulminds.com, I have followed my journey. Yes. My journey. And so that's what I'm doing. So when I begin to have those meetings, because I've had meetings with people about, you know, what I need, my design brief, as far as way as Estonia. And when I was done, I thought, oh my gosh, I didn't even record peace, the little meeting. No. <laughs> because I was so focused. I'm telling you, this is why. Yeah, you need somebody to say, um, we're going to record <laughs> Correct. And this is why when you scale and when I teach women about scaling, you have to realize you are now an enterprise. You cannot scale being a solopreneur. It's not going to work out. Not five and six figures. And so you really need a real team. It doesn't have to be, and it could be anyway. 
Like they don't have to be employees. They can be independent contractors. They can be other brands that you work with to partner to do that part for you. Because once again, I am about my zone of genius, my lake of genius. My lake of genius is my ability, my rapport with people, my knowledge. I'm very research driven as well. And being able to take research and make it very actionable for people, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And translate that into real life steps that regular people can use, right? Mm -hmm. So I distill all of that. So my lake is in my delivery, my analysis, it's my mind. Yes. And what's finding is that the social media component, it is very necessary. But I think as you grow, you need somebody who's going to be able to handle that for you in their lake of genius. Right. So that I can stay in my lake of genius, which is the invention, the ideation, and that like driving, scaling everyone, including myself up. Before we do, please give the people where they can find you, where your social media handles, and how they could get in contact with you, and what they could get in contact with you for. So, you go. So, mm -hmm. All right. So, as an entrepreneur, my social media handles for Instagram, Coaching by Tamu, T-A-M-U, and you Innovative. Coaching by Tamu is my entrepreneurship assistance piece. I'm also on Facebook at Coaching by Tamu. I'm on LinkedIn as Dr. Tamu Petra Brown. And my website is tamucoaching.com. And my education piece is tamubrown.com. Wow. And you get in touch with me for, if you're an entrepreneur, which you probably are, because you're on here with Adana, right? Right. So if you want content, um, to help you scale your business, clarify your idea, head on over to tamucoaching.com or coaching by Tamu on Instagram and Facebook because you will find that I have online content that you can take you know, at any time. And if you want virtual coaching, you can engage with me as well. But remember, you gotta be driven. Yeah. Right? Don't come, don't come. If you ain't ready, if you're not ready mentally, because it's a shift, it's a whole shift that had to happen to get you get you there. So make sure you're ready, your work ethic ready and on point. Yes. To work with Dr. Tamu. All right. Thank you so much, Dr. T. All right. We really appreciate you coming on, the Devon Adana experience, and hanging out with me and telling us all about your entrepreneurship journey and your business. So we will connect a little later but this is it for now thank you so much